When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Chuck is out of his mind on endorphins right now, and this Whoa. is Short Stuff, like I said. Oh, man, I've been running for hours, and I just, like, can't even feel my feet. I'm like, I'm floating, man. man. It's amazing. I'm not even breaking a sweat, and I'm like, I'm having such a runner's high, bro. <laughs> you sound like the average marathoner, like, so much. <laughs> I got on my uh, barefoot running shoes. Oh, man, I don't ever want to talk about that again. <laughs> we talked about this runner's high in some episode. To, to such a degree, I was like, have we done it as a short stuff? Oh, really? I think so. I, we must have talked about it in marathons or something like that. Mm, yeah, I bet that was it. I, I believe a standalone short stuff is a great way to go with it. Yeah, but, you know, what I was describing is what runners will tell you they feel oftentimes when they are on what's known as a runner's high, which is you're light as a feather, you're floating, your pace is strong, and sometimes they might even burst out into uncontrollable tears of joy that they can't even explain. Yes. So I have you ever had a runner's high? Uh, <laughs> no, because I think you got to run like a long <laughs> way to even, if it even exists, it occurs, you know, not at mile one. <laughs> so I have never had a runner's high, um, but this these emotional sobs that they mention, I can identify with because like I hit the treadmill. You do that every morning. <laughs> I, when I, I hit the treadmill, when I run, I, I very rarely run outside, and I usually run about 11 a.m. So I end up watching The Price is Right while I run a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. And by the end of the show, when, like, people are winning or losing or whatever. Are you crying? I, I, I <laughs> Crying is not the right word, but, like, my chest is tight and, like, I'm oh, overcome with emotion. There's, like, a hitch, you <laughs> know? amazing. And I, I'm like, well, this is clearly, this has to do with running or exercising or something. But it's pretty funny. But, yeah, I, I get, it gets to me by the end of The Price is Right. All right, let me see if I can trigger you. Ready? Okay. Dun, 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 oh my dun, god. Dun, 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 Stop. It's too early for a break. You got to press on, brother. Okay, let's just you you take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> that so by the way is one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Oh yeah, iconic. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in I mean, I haven't really seen much of any of the Drew Carey stuff, and I can still just rattle that thing off. It's fine. He's he's good. He's finally settled in. He, I mean, he's not Bob Barker, but he knows he's not Bob Barker, and he's not trying to be Bob Barker. He's Drew Carey, and he's doing his own thing, and it's good. All right, so let's talk about flow state. This is um, a concept that Hungarian-American uh, psychologist— <laughs> I looked this one up, too. Insert name. Go, please. There's 16 letters. No, I think you should letters. go first. <laughs> No, man, there are 16 letters in this person's last name. and All consonants. F- five of them are vowels. So his Let's name his name is Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Ah, look at you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure that I my dialect is like nowhere near Russia, um, but uh, that's pretty close from what I can tell. 
Yeah, just picture in your mind something spelled like this, everyone. C-S-I-K-S-Z-E-N-T-M-I-H-A-L-Y-I. That was his last name. <laughs> yeah, that's the last name. So, I want to say it again, okay? Yeah, yeah, I want to hear it again. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. That sounds like... It sounds like a sentence. It sounds like you're saying something in a different language. <laughs> I am. I'm saying this guy's name. Like, I appreciate the advice. Can you point me in the direction of the nearest uh, car rental? Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Okay. It's right over there then. Um, I'm glad we're padding this out with comedy because there's not a lot to the runner's high as we will learn. But flow state is what, uh, say it? Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Came up with after interviewing athletes and musicians and artists basically about what brings them joy and basically kind of came to the conclusion that when these people are performing at peak levels, whether they're songwriting or poetry slamming or running marathons, that they all say that they fall into, or I guess a majority of people say they fall into this really focused mental state that they call uh, the flow state, where it's just like I've channel, I'm channeling something I'm not even working to do what I'm doing. It's just coming out of me. Have you ever been in that state? I, I know you haven't had a runner's high, neither have I, but I've been in a flow state before. Have you? I feel like I've been in a flow state with writing uh, mm. before. Nice. I don't remember what I was doing while I was doing it, but I remember being like, oh, wow, this is this is something special. And it was probably something mundane, like um, digging a hole or something like that, which, you know, I'm known to do. But I, it is a pretty neat thing. Like there's, it's just effortless. There's a certain amount of joy and pleasure to it. You feel a little bit high, and it's because it's my I, my theory is that um, your body has stopped. Your body and your mind have stopped trying to find the most efficient, um, least wasteful energy energy wise way of doing what you're doing, and now it's just doing it. So there's no there's no effort. There's no trying to figure something out. There's no wasted energy, and it's just, it can be pleasurable in that sense. Right. So flow state, they think, might have a link to being, uh, to encountering a runner's high. But here's the thing is most athletes haven't experienced a runner's high. It's not like all you got to do is is run eight or more miles and you're going to get one. Mm -hmm. And then there's, and I guess this would be a good time to break, there's a lot of debate about if a runner's high is even real to begin with, scientifically speaking. Is it real? We'll find out right after these messages from our sponsor. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. 
Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more, while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chuck, is it real? <laughs> well, first we should just say that the whole idea of this came around in the 70s when the big running boom really kicked off. Kicked off and, by Forrest Gump? Yeah, exactly. And doctors started looking into it a little bit, and researchers are like, is this even a thing? Can we explain this physiologically? And they they kind of landed on initially endorphins, mm-hmm. which are neurotransmitters that are sending chemical messages activating opiate receptors, and basically they can create a uh, sort of an analgesic effect that could numb the body to pain and trigger a kind of morphine-like euphoria, let's say. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, if you're running enough, maybe you're just the surge of endorphins is what's explaining this. I mean, and that's what it stayed for decades, basically. Like when I first started getting into running 10 years ago, I used getting into running and making air quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember hearing like, oh, it's endorphins. Uh, And endorphins do like keep your muscles from aching. They do um, have like that analgesic effect like you were talking about. But the big problem is, is they apparently don't cross the blood brain barrier. Yeah. So, So I guess somehow they do release opioids or they activate your opioid receptors, but I'm not sure how they do that if they can't get to your brain. Or maybe there's some that get to your brain, but it's not the ones that get released by your muscles. Whatever the case, these early um, researchers, physiologists who said it's endorphins, just they were just making it up. No one went back and checked their work. And when they finally did, they saw that this is just bunk, basically. It's bunk is speed reading. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, that's a good T-shirt. Um, in 2015, <laughs> there was a study out of Germany that basically said that running can stimulate your endocannabinoid system, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, your body produces endocannabinoids. It's like your sort of built-in um, cannabis <laughs> cannabis system. It's your it's body pot. Yeah, it's it's yeah, good band name. Oh, man, it's a great band name. And I don't even like my band name stuff usually, but Body Pot sounds great. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. What kind of music is it, though? You're always, Body you always Pot nail that. Is, it's classical, but done on oh. mandolins. <laughs> All right, very interesting. That's not a thing. You just created a genre. <laughs> I think I might have, actually. Not a good uh, one, but I did. Sure. So um, have you ever seen that... that uh, Bluegrass band do ACDC's Thunderstruck? No, I'll bet it's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. I, I'm not a big ACDC guy, but I, I can Ooh. imagine hearing somebody do that on anything is pretty stirring, like watching yeah. the end of Price is Right after you've been running a few miles. Yeah, that uh, that uh, guitar lick sounds pretty cool on the banjo. Yeah. 
So the uh, yeah, endocannabinoids, cannabinoids, mm-hmm. um, they can you know it's it's like what pot does for you basically. It improves your anxiety, improves your mood. Uh, this is why some people turn to marijuana to reduce their anxiety, and this does actually pass the blood brain barrier. I don't understand that about how marijuana reduces anxiety. I know for a fact that it does, but I feel like it's a certain kind of person that marijuana has that effect on and that does not have that effect on everybody. Sure. I mean, I think there are plenty of people where marijuana very much increases their anxiety. Yes, and that is the saddest thing of all. Yeah, <laughs> It's just so. sad. It's, it's called getting robbed by God himself or yeah. herself or their self. Yeah, because if it only did the one thing and reduced anxiety, it would be the wonder drug of the world. Yes, it's true. Yeah. I'm but glad we does, didn't uh, have this conversation in the Girl Scouts episode. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. Uh, but like I said, um, unlike the endorphins, these endocannabinoids can move through the, that blood-brain barrier and uh, give you that feeling of calm. So they think that might have something to do with the runner's high. Yes, which makes a lot more sense. I mean, endocannabinoids seem like it's probably the case that that is what gives you some sort of euphoric feeling while you're in that flow state. But again, it's possible that the runner's high doesn't even exist and that it's one of those things where it's like a self, um, self-fulfilling self prophecy or right. uh, I guess a, a bit of um, a placebo effect where you think it exists and you're running sometime and you think, oh, I, I feel kind of good. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm in a flow state. Check me out. I'm so high. Could be like that. It also could exist, and we just haven't really identified it fully yet. Yeah, but what I'm pretty sure is going to happen is we're going to get a gazillion emails from runners that are like, don't mock this. It is totally real. I've experienced it firsthand. Hey, I, I, I don't care if it is the greatest placebo effect of all time. It's still real if it's a placebo. Your body is still experiencing the effects of whatever it is, from a fake drug to running high. Um, you're still experiencing it. So it doesn't matter if it's externally, objectively real or not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, true. Uh, well, if you want to know more about solipsism or anything like that, join us next time on Short Stuff. We don't have anything else about runners high, right, Chuck? No. We don't. Well, then that means everybody that short stuff is giddy up. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs>